This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Do you really know how much sugar you're consuming on a regular basis? A new study from Public Health Ontario and the University of Waterloo says two-thirds, that's 66 and two-thirds percent of packaged foods in Canada have added sugar. And what does that mean for you and your health? Let's go straight to the author of the study, Dr. Erin Hoban. Hi. Hi, good afternoon, Libby. So were you surprised to find this? Um, we were surprised. Now, we were surprised um, not in some categories. So um, some of the food categories that you would expect to include added sugar definitely, inclu- definitely contained added sugar. So chocolate, confectionery, candy. But some of the categories um, whereby, uh, you know, a large majority of the foods contained added sugar that you wouldn't necessarily expect included um, 79% of fruit juices, 99% of snack or granola bars, 74% of yogurts, 86% of breakfast cereals, and even 48% of baby foods. Yeah, and isn't it true that a lot of times in prepared foods when they say low fat they've actually added a lot of sugar so they can say low fat I I mean that definitely potentially could be the case so um, industry wants their food to taste good so if they're removing one um, ingredient they very likely are adding something else to the food to make it taste good can you give us an idea of how much sugar is in some of these things um, so when looking at, um, I mean, to, I'd have to look in, I'd have to look back at the paper, but, um, I heard in the introduction you were, um, talking about just how much sugar are people, um, eating in Canada and, um, evidence from a food consumption study that was conducted in 2004 among Canadians found that on average um, adults in Canada are consuming 26 teaspoons of total sugar. So that includes both naturally occurring sugars that would be found in milk, for example, as well as added sugar. And the more processed food that people are eating, the more added sugar that they're consuming. Okay. And what are they supposed to be? Isn't it something like six teaspoons? So exactly right. So um, the World Health Organization recently came out with recommendations that people um, consume about 5 per- five to 10% of their total daily energy intake from free sugars. And when we use the word free sugar, what we mean is that um, it includes sugars that are both added to foods and beverages during processing, plus the sugars that are naturally present in honey, syrups, and fruit juices, and fruit juice concentrates. So that's what we mean when we talk about free sugars or added sugars or all of those different um, products that uh, sort of act nutritionally similar to sugar. And how many different names are there from sugar, for sugar? 
So there are many different names, a lot of uh, names that, you know, most people probably have never heard of. Um, in our study, we searched for uh, 30 different names used uh, uh, to um, name sugar in the different products. Okay, so we know about the ones that end in OSE, de- dextrose, fructose. What, what are some of the names that we probably have not heard of? Um, so evaporated cane juice, rice syrup, um, treacle, panocha, um, carrot juice. So carrot juice or different types of juices were listed in the ingredients list of several different types of baby foods. And I would think that most people would associate fruit juice with being um, a healthy ingredient. But most times fruit juice is added back into products such as baby foods to improve the taste. Mm-hmm. And... Um I I know that, say, with orange juice, there's all kinds of controversy about what it really is and where the flavors come from. That's exactly right. So if you compare orange juice to a whole orange, orange, in a serving of orange juice, there's more calories, there's more sugar, and there's a a lower uh, fiber-to-sugar ratio. So you're much better off drinking a glass of water and eating a whole orange. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Uh, so uh, what would you say are the worst categories? Um, so in our study, what we found was the majority of snack meal bars or granola bars um, that are being sold in supermarkets contain added sugars. We also found that um, you know almost 90% of breakfast cereals contained added sugars. And I think one of the biggest issues with this is that a lot of consumers are choosing granola bars or breakfast cereals thinking they're making a healthy choice and not realizing that the majority of these products contain added sugar. Mm -hmm. When you say cereals, do cereals that, I mean, I think we would all expect that that the sugary cereals, right, like Frosted Flakes or whatever, uh, have sugar, but do the ones that don't taste sweet have a lot of added sugar as well? I mean, that definitely could be the case. I can't say for sure, but what I could recommend um, would be to try and minimize the amount of processed foods um, that you consume. So as I said, there is evidence to suggest that the more processed foods you consume in your diet, the more free sugars you're consuming. But if, um, you know, in situations where you are choosing processed foods, I suggest scanning the nutrition facts table to look at the amount of total sugars that's listed in the nutrition facts table across products to try and choose a product with lower amounts of total sugar. And then also look at the ingredients list. So the um, ingredients listed in the ingredients list are listed by weight. So the earlier or the sooner that sugar is listed in the ingredients or those other terms used for sugar, the more sugar relative to the other ingredients in the product. So you either would like um, a product without added sugar in the ingredients list or as low down the list as possible. Okay, uh, but again, you've just told us and you've just told me, uh, and I I would have thought that I was pretty informed on this, a a couple of names for sugar that I wouldn't know are sugar. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're right. It is tricky and you you need to be a detective in order to figure out um, for some of these products. Um, But essentially, the way that the label is currently set up in Canada, consumers must infer the presence of added sugars by scanning the ingredients list on the products. Uh, And uh, do you see a... I know that that Health Canada, like we're we're working on new labels and stuff, is that going to make it easier? 
Um, it will make it slightly easier. Uh, what Health Canada is proposing to do at this point is to um, stick with having a total sugar value on uh, the listed on the nutrition facts label, but to add a percentage daily value so consumers can use that percentage daily value to um, compare across products as well as to try and determine how much total sugar is in a product compared to what is being recommended. Um, also, Health Canada um, is proposing to list or group all of the different types of added sugars in the ingredients list in one spot. So there will be um, sugars will be named and then in brackets all of the different types of added sugars will be grouped together in the ingredients list, which could potentially make it slightly easier, although um, it, it would be interesting to try and determine whether or not that approach could would be as effective as specifically adding an added sugars line in the nutrition facts table as the um, U.S. That's the approach the U.S. is going with when in their changes to the nutrition facts table. Okay, well, it, yeah, it seems uh, it's interesting. I'm going to give the numbers out again because I'm sure people have questions about some of these added sugars. They uh, are present in two-thirds of all packaged foods, which means it's very hard to avoid them. I'm on the line with Dr. Aaron Hoban. Uh, so if you have questions about added sugar in your diet, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Also, if you have a comment, if you're trying to cut back on sugar, how is it going? How are you trying to do that? And uh, it's very interesting for those of you who listened to our weekend show, Zoomer Week in Review. Uh, the week before last, I talked to a an investigative journalist named Gary Taubes in the States. Uh, he writes on Science Matters, and he's just come out uh, with a book called The Case Against Sugar, and he argues that a calorie is not a calorie, that sugar is basically toxic, and we should think about cutting it out almost completely. Uh, do you have an opinion on that, Dr. Hoban? I have not yet read that book, and um, the evidence, uh, the published evidence in the peer-reviewed literature is somewhat mixed on um, on that claim. However, there is strong evidence to show that um, excess sugar intake is associated with a variety of health problems, um, including heart disease, stroke, obesity, diabetes, high blood cholesterol levels, cancers, and dental caries. Uh but do you think that it is, say, more responsible? Like he argues that the sugar industry deflected the blame to fat, and it's really not fat, it's sugar. Um, so the evidence right now is mixed. There are some um, academics who are leaning towards uh, the same perspective that Gary Taubes is um, promoting in his book. And I really think more research needs to be done in order to confirm that claim. But it's possible. Okay, uh, let's go to Rashid in Toronto. Hi, Rashid. Hi, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I just want to give a little bit of um, advice here. If you go, anybody who's interested in finding out a lot more about the different disguises that sugar come under, they can go to livecornfree.com and they will see everything there. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, what made you decide to look uh, for those things? Well, I am a health advocate, and I keep uh, searching the Internet for important information, and I came upon this uh, livecountry.com. Uh, you'd be surprised to know that 
ascorbic acid, which is not vitamin C, is made from corn as well. Uh huh. So therefore, it has sugar. Therefore, it has sugar in it. And, uh, and people, yeah, people who are buying ascorbic acid for uh, vitamin C are just wasting their money. And uh, that's uh, again, that's uh, your opinion on things. Have you cut sugar out of your diet? Yeah, I do. I did. I now use maple syrup. Okay, you know, but it's sugar, but it's a natural occurring sugar. Well, yeah, there there are some people who say natural occurring sugar is better, and um, we've been talking about this uh, new book by Gary Taubes. He says doesn't matter, all bad. It's all bad, but you have to be very prudent about it. Okay, Rashid, thanks for uh, thanks for that. Bye bye. So, so the website is libcountry.com. Okay, thanks for that. All right, bye bye. Okay, we've got Gary in Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Hi. Long ways away. Long ways away. Uh, it's a discussion about uh, hidden sugars in products. And uh, on the show that used to have a health show on your on your radio station a few months back, I think it stopped uh, about a half a year ago or so, on Saturdays, and they had a nutritionist on there, and she said that if you took the carbohydrates that are, hit, uh, that are shown on the label and subtract the fibers and divide that resultant by six, you will end up with the hidden sugars per teaspoon in the product that you're eating. So, sounds like a lot of calculation to mm, me. Yeah, but it's one of those things where people don't know what the, um, like you mentioned already, you, you're not a, an expert, so reading the uh, labels to, to figure out what heck is sugar, and there's so many OSEs and OTEs and OUOs, all those things are all sugar hidden. Um, yeah, I and mean... This, uh, is way, this is the way it's accumulative, and uh, this is one of the ways that you can... You can Come up with a come up with a reasonably close answers to what you're uh, actually taking in in sugar and products, anything it, at all. Yeah, I I, I think uh, I'm hoping for labels that make it easy because yeah, we don't right need it. They're not. They're not absolutely. <laughs> they're not. Have, Especially if you read the uh, contents, the contents are really really baffling. Yeah, have you cut sugar out of your diet? Uh, not as good as I should be, but I'm on pretty well honey, and that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sugar is one of those things, but bad eating habits is worse than that. Okay. Yes, because we need real sugar. We just it's the other ones that we can't. Liver doesn't like the other stuff. Okay, then Gary, thanks. Okay. Bye bye. Like your show. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Doctor Hoven, now uh, do you have a view on the difference between natural sugar and unnatural sugar? Um, well, the World Health Organization uh, in 2015 expanded their uh, definition of added sugar to free sugar. So not only in their recommendations are they um, referring to you know, our traditional idea of added sugars, so the refined sugars that are added back to foods during processing, but their recommendations now also specifically mention uh, naturally you know, occurring sugars that are found in honey, syrups, even fruit juices and fruit juice concentrates. So when I'm talking about added sugar, I'm actually referring to all of those different types of sugars. Um, okay, but but do you see a difference in whether whether you consume, uh, you know, maple syrup or just uh, white sugar? Is there any difference to you? I mean, according to the recommendations from the World Health um, Organization, there is no difference between refined sugars or the sugars that are present in honey, syrups, fruit juices, and fruit juice concentrates. Now, the naturally occurring sugars found in milk um, or whole fruits, for example, they are slightly different in that they are... um, 
almost wrapped. They are wrapped in positive nutrients such as fiber, for example, which slows down digestion and doesn't cause that immediate spike in blood sugars. So when I'm talking about naturally occurring sugars, I'm talking about those sugars that are naturally occurring in milk and fruit juices. But the sugars that are found in honey syrups, uh, or, or sorry, whole fruits and milks, but the sugars that are naturally found in honey syrups, fruit juices, and fruit juice concentrates, they don't contain those positive nutrients that are slowing down digestion. So they um, they act quite similar to, um, you know, your, your traditional added sugars. So would you say that's a myth that people have uh, for most things, that if they, if they stick maple syrup on their yogurt as opposed to white sugar, they're doing something better for their bodies? I mean, I definitely think it's confusing, especially because this... Um, it, this new definition of free sugars that the World Health Organization is now using is, is fairly recent. So they um, just uh, published these new guidelines talking about free sugars in 2015. So I, I do think it will require consumers to become aware of, you know, what is a free sugar and how these free sugars, so the added sugars as well as the honey syrups, fruit juices and fruit juice concentrates actually all perform fairly similarly. Okay, uh, we only have a few seconds left. Anything you'd like to leave us with? Um, I thought Rashid actually made a good point in the sense of given uh, there's such a large extent of our food supply contains added sugar, um, really big changes are going to be needed in our food environment uh, so that it's easier for consumers uh, to make more nutritious choices. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. Um, Dr. Hoban, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.